Do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? One of the best pieces of advice I ever got from my father. That's what we're talking about on this episode of the Driving with Rob podcast. Some people call it compromise. Some people call it a negotiation. Being able to cut a deal with somebody in the midst of a disagreement. I think my dad summed it up best when he was giving me some marital advice. I was over at Pop's house one day, and he could tell that there was something on my mind. I didn't necessarily go over there to discuss it with him, but obviously had had stuff on my mind that day. And Pop said, is everything okay? Well, me and my wife had had a disagreement, as married couples will. And I told Pop about the disagreement, and he kind of laughed at me. And he said, that's what you were arguing about? I don't even remember now what the argument was about, but it was obviously something very trivial, to the point that Pop thought it was funny. And obviously, at the time, Dad and Mom had been married for 25 years longer than me and my wife had been married, so he had the benefit of years of experience going for him. And Pop said, this was a lesson that I learned a long time ago. Do you want to be right, or do you want to be happy? The argument doesn't really start until you try to convince the other person that you're right. Because at the same time, they're trying to convince you that they're right. That's why there was an argument. My kids used to argue with each other a lot because they're brothers and sisters. As I have mentioned at one time or another on this podcast, I had five children. I still have five children. And when they were little, they used to argue all the time because that's what siblings do. And I have used a line so many times. My grown children have quoted it back to me. It takes two to argue. If one of you stops, the argument stops. And my grown children today will tell you that even though me telling them that, making that statement, just irritated them even worse when they were in the middle of an argument, they also knew I was right. If two people are having an argument, only one person has to stop arguing. Because what fun is it to argue with somebody who won't argue back? It's all about compromise. Do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? And as the father of five, keeping the peace was an ongoing activity in our house. But the kids would always come to me to be mediator. They wanted me to sit in judgment and resolve their disputes with each other. And I would try to encourage the kids to resolve their own arguments and leave me out of it. And I think that made them more well-rounded adults who learned how to resolve issues because I tried to encourage them to resolve their own issues and not come to me. You have a problem, you work it out. Well, one of the things you learn when you're resolving conflicts or trying to restore peace or trying to stop an argument, you're forced to learn how to negotiate and how to compromise. Do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? Is winning more important than ending the conflict? And that's really what it comes down to. Now, if you're an attorney arguing a court case, or if you're a senator trying to argue your side regarding a bill that was coming up for vote, then you may think that you have a moral obligation to continue to argue. You have a moral obligation 
to make other people see that you're right, that your opinion is the right opinion. You have to win. But if you're arguing with a spouse or a parent or a sibling, you still love them. And the point of the argument is not to make them realize they're wrong. You like to think that if you're arguing with a spouse that you're arguing over something worth arguing about. Because if it's not worth arguing about, why are you arguing? Do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? You've heard the old cliche, you have to pick your battles. Because there are some people who are going to take the opposite side of any position you take. And it may just be because they don't like you. You see it in politics all the time. I don't like you. You're a different political party. So therefore, everything you say, I have to take the opposite side. And there are some people who just enjoy arguing. There are some people who just live for a good fight. But when you're dealing with family, or a spouse, or a child, or a parent, cousins, aunts, uncles, they're still going to be your family, no matter how much you argue. And there are times, especially when you're dealing with a loved one, a parent, a child, a spouse, when you have learned through your experience that what they're doing is self-destructive, that what they're doing is ultimately going to hurt them, and you're trying to plead with them and get them to understand that what they're doing is going to bring harm upon them, and you're trying to argue with them to protect them for their own good. You're trying to get them to listen to reason because what they're doing is self-destructive. But what you should do before you leave that argument with a loved one, someone who's special to you, someone that you actually genuinely are trying to help, who is just fighting you on it, ultimately when you leave that conversation, when you leave that situation, you should leave with the attitude but I still love you. I love you anyway. Even if something that they did hurt you, and even if you believe that it was intentional, maybe it wasn't intentional, maybe it wasn't their intention to hurt you, you still love them anyway. And see, that to me is the divine spark in all of us, is the ability to love even when somebody hurts us. The ability to love somebody anyway, even though what they may have done to you may have devastated you, you love them anyway. Because it's very difficult to go on arguing with somebody when they're telling you that they love you. And that's the message from God. In spite of the fact that you disobeyed me. In spite of the fact that you have lived counter to what I have taught you and told you. I love you anyway. And if you leave an argument with that attitude, then there won't be broken relationships. There won't be blood relatives who go years or decades without speaking to each other. Because what God teaches us is that no matter what we did against him, he loved us anyway. And that's how we should treat each other. So, if you want to resolve a conflict, if you want to end an argument, no matter how old the argument is, just remember, it takes two people to argue. Do you want to be right, or do you want to be happy? 
that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. I appreciate you downloading and listening. Thank you for tuning in. Leave me a comment. Click on like, click on subscribe and follow. I'll talk to you next time. Bye now.